0: Hello and welcome to the Illuminate Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Emma Benner, and today I'm bringing you episode 114 with Brittany Hunt. Brittany is the co-founder and creative director over at HerSpace, which is a lifestyle brand for the modern woman who desires to live and evolve intentionally they create this beautiful annual planner called the layered living planner which is a tool designed to challenge the modern woman to make her whole self her layers a priority this was so fun to chat with Brittany about this planner because i kind of went into it thinking it would be about her entrepreneurship journey and all of that and creating this planner, but it really branched off into so many other things. We chatted about setting intentions around all aspects of your life in the new year, being a female entrepreneur, going after your goals and dreams, living unapologetically, and so much more. It was so fun and such an incredible conversation that I had with Brittany. I Really walked away with it with so much inspiration, so much that I felt like I was going into the new year with. We actually recorded this um, right before 2021 ended, so this is coming a few weeks after that. But I'm so excited to bring you this conversation because I think it is just a really great way for you to think about what you hope to make happen in 2022 and to really inspire you to go after your dreams and go after setting big intentions for yourself and creating this life that you love. I think. I just really pulled so much from Brittany in this episode. I loved her vibe that she brought and I loved her attitude and the positivity that she brings to so much and just how intentional she really is in everything that she does. I think that's the word that I really, really pulled from this episode was the word intentional because I felt like, um, she really mastered that and I really loved it. So with that, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Brittany. All right, today on the Illuminate podcast, I'm so excited to welcome Brittany Hunt to the show. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you just start us off? Can you introduce um, yourself to the listeners and share what you're all about?
1: Sure. Uh, my name is Brittany Hunt. I am co-founder of HerSpace Co. I also serve as our creative director um, and the other half of Her Space to uh, my best friend um, of 15 years, as well as business partner, brand partner, planner and crime, all of that good stuff, um, Tanisha. So we created Her Space Co. as a space for women to be and become. Um, our signature product, the Layered Living Planner, has really been one of the greatest gifts, I think, to modern womanhood and the mm-hmm. evolution of a woman. And um, it's been great. We're, we're in our fifth season this year, um, and it's been great. To see the ways that we've evolved over the years and the women that have connected to the Laird Living Planner um, and the community that has come out of this thing that we've created. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, yeah, I want to hear more about your story to, or your journey to entrepreneurship and what led you there and, and how you got started with this business. Was that always kind of part of your plan? Have you always had an, um, kind of like an entrepreneurial spirit or was this something that you wanted to create a product and you just had to, had to go for
1: it? You know, Emma, um, I would say that I've I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um I remember um even as a small child both of my parents were entrepreneurs. Oh, interesting. Um, and so it's been it's been something that I think now in This time, in this day and age, entrepreneurship is uh, very common and on trend. Mm -hmm. Um, But over 30 years ago, I don't necessarily know if it was as popular as it is now. Mm, Um, But for me, I had the benefit of growing up in a household that... um, these big grand ideas were table conversations for us on the day-to-day basis, dinner conversations, couch conversations Mm. around, um, just random. I just remember very random ideas as a child that I would bring to my parents and, you know, we would talk through them and, um, also seeing them being entrepreneurs really made entrepreneurship tangible for me, um, as well. And so when you talk about the creation of her space, um, I think her space came from a passion place that Tanisha and I have always had a thing for girls and women, um, for the evolution and growth of women. And so I think the, um, jarmer or niche that we found ourselves in as a business is something that came from a place of passion. But just the idea of sort of being the captain of my own ship and doing my own thing and creating something and giving um, creating something and building something in this world. I would say that that was sort of a household concept for me growing up as a child. What business did your parents start? Yes. So um, my father um, has always been, um, he's an engineer by um, degree, but has always been into construction and general contracting. And so he had a general contracting and construction business. Um, My mother, she owned a hair and nail salon. And so I'm always, you know... I watched sort of those both of those businesses be built from the ground up. and I watched um, I watched their successes. I watched their failures. I watched um, some of the late nights and early mornings that came mm. along with entrepreneurship. And so it was no surprise that once I became an entrepreneur that um, I, I sort of knew the grit that came along mm-hmm. with the territory of, of what it really took to build something and not just to build something but to really build something that will last.
0: Yeah. And it has to be incredible to just have the support network like that. Like you hear so many stories of people that start a business and they're like, yeah, my family and my friends just weren't on board and didn't think it was a smart idea to leave yes. a stable job and, and pursue my own business. So it must be incredible to just have that support of two parents that fully believe in in starting your own business and fully believe that you can do it because they did it.
1: Most definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think you learned from your parents differently, like than other people having parents as entrepreneurs? Like, how do you think your grow your like upbringing was different in that sense? That like, what characteristics and things do you think you pull from that?
1: I think one of the gifts of having two parents as entrepreneurs is that though fear is present, I believe in any entrepreneurial journey, um, you're 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 afraid of what the journey, where it'll take you. You're afraid if it'll work, right? You, there's mm-hmm. a lot of self-doubt that comes along with some of the ideas and concepts that you may come, come up with. Okay. Um, but I, I think what having two parents as entrepreneurs did for me is that it freed me of the pressure um, that comes along with being afraid to fail. And that I knew that what meant more to me and what would be more worthwhile is that if I try, right? Like if I tried to create the thing that I had a vision for, if I took the step to actually do it, um, and being open to whatever that journey may, mm-hmm. may have taken me. And so I think when Tanisha and I, um, Tanisha is also a, a serial entrepreneur, a risk taker. I think the energy and synergy that we bring to each other by way of partnership, um, and, and both taking our own individual backgrounds um, and bringing this fearlessness to the table that we're just going to throw it all in. Um, we're going to give it everything we have and we're going to mm-hmm. see where this actually takes us. Um, I think it's that fearlessness that really has allowed us to journey to this place of, of being five years in to the building of a very successful and sustainable business. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like what you said about like not being worried about They're not necessarily not being worried about, but like knowing you could fail and trying still. Like I was listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast today that I really pulled this message from was a lot of times we like think so much about the worst case scenario of something and what could happen. But why aren't we like, Planning and thinking about and dreaming of the best case scenario instead and going for that. Yeah. What if it all goes well,
1: right? Right. Like, what if I actually do sell out? And we've done that every year. I I remember Mm. our first year of creating the Layered Living Planner, and we were just sort of like, you know, what if we order enough just to sell to our friends and family? Like, Mm. we 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 would have done a thing, right? Um, And before we know it, we had ordered hundreds of planners for our first shipment, and we sold out. Like wow. before we knew it, we sold out. Yeah. Um, and so that goes to your point. Uh, imagine the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we, and I think as business owners, as entrepreneurs, um, I think we're keenly aware of risk, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're keenly aware of how much we're putting into this thing, how much we need to get out to break even. Like we're just very, I just think that's the nature of being a business owner. You're, you're aware of the risk and investment that you're putting in. And so right. I think it's, um it's all. Uh, True that we sort of assess the liabilities that that may that may be present along the way. But imagine, like, let's start imagining the best case scenario, and mm-hmm. you'll be surprised at what what happens.
0: Well, and on the flip side of it too, the reality is the worst case scenario isn't that bad either. You know, the worst case it's scenario not. for you was you bought too many planners, you didn't sell out, you That's right. you know, you lost some money, which you know isn't right. available to everyone to to take that risk. But still, you know, like, and you know people think there's embarrassment that comes with it. Nobody's exactly. going to know if you didn't sell out, right? So like That's the worst right. case scenario, is not even bad, bad enough to not pursue it.
1: That's a great point, Emma, even the worst case scenario, you can even survive the worst case scenario. Oh, absolutely. You can, yeah, yeah. Like you can survive the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And I think if more um, aspiring entrepreneurs told themselves that uh, we would have people jumping and diving right on into some of the biggest and best ideas that I think this world has still yet to see.
0: Oh, totally. Oh, I totally agree. Um, well, I want to hear what makes this planner different than others. I think something that Mm -hmm. I, in, in like researching for this episode and planning for this episode, like I loved looking at your website. It's so beautifully put together and just, um, the copy of it, just how you write about, you know why you're doing it, who you are, what your brand mission is, and how you write about the planner. It just is like the warmest feeling and draws you in and <laughs> makes you feel so positive. So, I how loved learning about it in that sense. So, I would love to hear from you. Like, what what makes this planner so different?
1: Yes. So, the layered living planner. I, um, for my planner lovers, you're probably picking up right away. It's a planner, right? You're already in love. I don't even have to say <laughs> yeah. anything else. Um, but as someone. Um, that may not be a planner a frequent planner user when I talk when I say planner I mean a calendar um mm-hmm. a, a um and what we always say about the living planner is that it's more than just a planner um, I think as modern women we become so consumed with our um, daily to-do list list of appointments the things that we have to do on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and um, when Tanisha and I created the Laird Living Planner, we were really at a very transitional place in our lives. Um, Tanisha was changing career directions and going into um, becoming a full t- full-time attorney. Oh, um, wow. I had just become a new mother, um, a new, newly married. Um, mm. I, I, we were just very much, I was also sort of shifting careers. I had just gotten out of grad school um and we were really in a place of transition where we looked up and while we had always been very ambitious women um very goal-oriented women we had found ourselves so consumed with the day-to-day responsibilities of a life that we looked up and we didn't really feel as if we had a space to call our own and i remember it so clearly at this time um my family, we were living in the basement of a family's home as we, as a, in a family's house as we were preparing to buy our own home. And so for me, it was not only do I not feel like I have this sort of intangible space to call my own, but I'm also like living in the basement of somebody else's home. And so just mm-hmm. this reality of not having feeling as a modern woman that I didn't have a space to call my own. And so we created this Layered Living Planner as the place where we felt that modern women could come and they could bring their whole selves, Mm, right? Not just the mother in me. It wasn't just a space where Brittany was the mom. It wasn't just a space where Brittany, you know, was sort of the wife figuring out what we were having for dinner. It wasn't just a space where Brittany, the professional could come. It was a space where I literally could bring all of me. And so when we say it was more than just a planner, yes, we wanted to be mindful of the juggle of the modern woman, right? Like we we have things to do. Um, we have things to do and we know that. But what was also important is that being a modern woman that had vision, that sort of knew what we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Not being consumed with the busyness of life, but really making sure that we were being intentional in the lives that we were living. Yeah. And so the Layered Living Planner is centered around just that. We take 12 layers, 12 um, buckets, 12 hats that we feel like the modern woman wears on a day-to-day basis. That's everything from Mm -hmm. um, our dreams and goals to our living space, to our relationships, to our spirituality, to our travel bucket list. We literally Mm -hmm. take all 12 layers of the modern woman and we put them all in one space, Mm -hmm. right? Like imagine that. Right. And so now I have this one space where I can um, at the beginning of my year, I can look I can really assess my 12 layers and I can say, OK, what two relationships do I want to really give some attention to this year? Right. Oh, yeah. And I can focus on that. Right. I can in this same space, I can say, what two projects do I want to focus on in my home? Is there, mm-hmm. you know. Do I want to build a gallery wall of all my favorite photos? Do I want to make sure by the end of the year, do I want a particular closet or drawer cleaned out, right? Like, what does that look like for me? Um, What does my career look like this year? So we literally give the modern woman space to sort through it all. And so that's why we say it's more than just a planner, um, because it's really a space for a modern woman to be and become. Oh, that
0: is, that is just so good. Um, Something. I just like that's
1: so beautiful, and
0: I just love how like you've turned um, you've turned a planner into like something that's like helping people better themselves, better their year, become more, and all of that, and something that I saw on your website that I just loved. I pulled away, and it's one of my favorite phrases that people use, and that I am always trying to implement in my own world and my own life. Is you wrote that? Um, something about living unapologetically. So can you speak more on what that means to you and how you bring that into your own world?
1: Yeah. So this idea of being unapologetic, I think we're seeing it now. Um, especially um, I mean, I think even in the media, across music, I mean, across all genres, fashion, I think we're seeing this, um, sort of this birth of a new woman, right? That we take life by the horns and we mm-hmm. make it happen and we do the things we want to do, the things that we've always dreamed. I think that um if some of us sat down with our mothers and grandmothers, I believe that there were dreams and things inside of them that they wanted to do, but maybe just didn't have the courage to do, or maybe, um, they found themselves, um, succumb with the responsibilities of motherhood or Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like domestic duties, sort of staying. I think what society would have said at that time, staying in a woman's place. Right. And our place was particularly in the home. We weren't empowered to really go out Mm -hmm. and, um, to, um, become something other than what society has told us to be. And I think what we're seeing now, um, is we're seeing this women's empowerment m- movement. We're seeing women, everything, you see it in government. We're seeing, I mean, we're literally seeing it everywhere where women are doing what the heck we want to do. Yes, right. Yeah. And whatever that looks like, whether that means, um, you know, everything from choosing to not wear a bra to um, reconsidering the types of feminine products that we use to um, deciding what type of mothers we want to be. Um, I mean, we're literally taking life by the horn and writing our own script. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about being unapologetic, the layered living planner um, is really a guide. Uh, Tanisha and I, one of the things that we're most proud of and that's most we cherish the most is the friendship that we have with one another, the sisterhood that we formed of literally journeying through life together. And so I always tell people that the Laird Living Planner is your 240 page best friend, right? (laughs) It's going to challenge you. It's going to hold you accountable. It's Mm -hmm. going to celebrate you. It's going to create a safe space for you to unpack and um, really ask yourself some tough questions, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the Laird Living Planner is. It's really a guide. It's really a, a, a best friend that encourages you to live unapologetically. And so when I look at my life um uh I I think it's for, for someone like me who's always been very ambitious, always been very goal oriented um I have a master's degree, so from an educational standpoint. um, But I became keenly aware once I became a mother, and even once I'm married and and having to consider, right, someone else's dreams other than my own. I I think that's something that women um, are always navigating and struggling with, particularly women that are, you know, in committed relationships or maybe have other people that they're responsible for. It was then that I became keenly aware of how easy it is to no longer live unapologetically, right? we come up with a million excuses, whether it's the kids, whether it's, you know, you want to support your spouse and in his business venture or some of his dreams, or maybe it's for financial reasons that you can't sort of live the life you've always dreamed. And so I, I became keenly aware of how easy it is. Um, not even intentionally that you can sort of slip into this making excuses about why you haven't built the life that you've always dreamed. Right. And, um, The layer Living Planner is really a space to tap you and say, "Ah, ah, (laughs) "Ah, what did you say you wanted to do this year? Right. What did you say that you um, wanted to focus on this year? And it helps you really build the life you want. It's so easy to slip away from that, but when you have so easy or to
0: not even think about it, right? but when That's you right have, when you have something right. like this that prompts you with those questions, asking you the hard things, reminding you, not letting That's you right. you know when you write it down, when you share your goals, things like that, it's so much harder to slip away from them when even if it's just you that knows it with you and your and your writing and your pr- planner, um, it's still harder to slip away from from that intention. It is. So I want to hear what are some of your intentions that you have as we are going into 2022?
1: Great question. So one of the um, the most, one of the signature features of the Layered Living Planner is um, a feature called the word of the year. And what this, it's a page in the Layered Living Planner where we charge um, each woman to identify a word for their year. Okay. And you may be wondering, like, why, what in the world? Like, what's the significance of this? What we found is that one word has the power to literally change the trajectory of your year. And I say that because um, we've heard the stories year after year after year where women choose a word. And what a one word does, I think it sort of simplifies, right? Like, it, it can be the word that When I'm three months into the year and all hell breaks loose, it's the one word I can sort of come back to and remind myself that this is what my intention is for for the particular year. Mm. And so I love this concept. Um, My word of the year this year was expansion. Um, I was um, this was the year that my family, we purchased our first home. Congratulations. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> That's um, amazing. It was the year where I believe that Her Space expanded um, okay. in ways that we haven't seen before. And so this word expansion has really been my guiding light throughout this entire year. Um, even for me this year, um, my husband and I had decided that we wanted to uh, consider growing our family. And so mm-hmm. um, we began to pursue that and we did miscarry this year. right? Oh, um, and so sorry. I even think I share that because I think... It doesn't necessarily mean that all things will go as planned. I think that right. that's another piece, right? to this planner piece that there mm-hmm. is sort of this other element um, for me, it's this God element, this God factor that's also working mm-hmm. alongside me, right? As I have these hopes and wishes and dreams. And so um, and, and, and so even in that loss for me, it expanded my heart in so many different ways. I can even mm-hmm. still come back to that word, right? Even in, even in the midst of sort of grief, loss and heartbreak from that perspective. And so... For 2022, my word is resurrect, and so um I chose that word. um And don't don't quote me on this because it could okay. change, but I'm, I'm pretty set on it. Yeah. Um, but I chose the word resurrect because I, I think there are several things that I think when I look back over the course of um, my life, probably over the last five to ten years, I think there have been some things that have fallen by the wayside, and some mm-hmm. of those things may be. Small little things that either I love or that have brought me joy in the past. Um, but there's some things I sort of want to resurrect and that I want to bring new life into and breathe new life into. Um, I'm, I was a sorority girl in college and so I want to get back involved with my sorority. So that's something in my life that I, I sort of want to resurrect and, and reconnect to mm-hmm. something that was so special to me before. So that's a simple way that I plan to implement that word in 2022. But um, the word of the year really is that anchoring place for um that we encourage women to to use and to come back to as they shape their intention for the for the year.
0: I love that. there's so much passion behind that when you talk about it, and I think that's such a beautiful thing. and I want to hear what are some other ways like i I love the word of the year and that's something um I was hoping you were going to bring up because I love when people do that and I've actually never done it. So I really want to do it for, for 2022, Mm -hmm. but, um, and really sit down and think about, you know, the word that I want to bring into the year. But, um, what are ways that you encourage people to set intentions at the beginning of each year? Like, are there any other practices that you love other than that?
1: yes yeah, so so what are the years one anchoring sort of principle um another piece for those if you're you know maybe layer living planner isn't your thing but you want to um give your year some shape i always encourage people to write a letter to um their in the case of next year their december twenty twenty three is it no their december 2022 self, right okay right? yeah and so what that means is that Um, you would spend some time right now sort of writing a letter to yourself about maybe who you are, what you've accomplished, Mm. um, who you've become. Um, So it gives, it really puts women in in a space or a person in a space to sort of envision themselves beyond today. What will I look like in 12 months? What will life look Mm. like for me in 12 months? Um, what, What will I be experiencing? What will I have felt? What will I have learned? Right. And so, I believe that sometimes you can speak things that are not as if they were and really speak things, um, speak life over yourself and speak mm-hmm. life over, um, your evolution and development as a, as a person. And so if, if word of the year is not your thing, um, I would consider writing a letter to your, to your self 12 months from now, and then in December of next year, open that letter and see how your life has taken shape. Take a look at how some of those things manifested and if they actually happened. Um, And I think you'll be surprised about the ways that what you spoke at the beginning of the year will manifest itself Mm -hmm. um, over time uh, if you commit to it.
0: Well, and it sounds like it'd be a good reminder if like things didn't come to fruition throughout, throughout 2022 or whatever year you write it for, you know, like it, it's a great reminder of like, okay, I'm gonna reset that. If if that's still a goal, if that's still what you want to happen in your life at some point, it'd be amazing to remind you, like, okay, I'm gonna reset that for um for the coming year. Yes. Yeah, so I am just curious on a business standpoint, um like curious hearing about like how you how you work with the, the planner business because it seems tricky that um kind of all the money that you make selling planners comes in December isolated. of
1: the end of the year. Right. So right. It's like- ask, ask our CPA how that works. Right. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. So you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in, in the planner business, um, th- it's interesting because you're dealing with a product that's dated, um, and yeah. so our peak season is really from October. Um, it starts in October. And I would say okay. we, we sort of um, see a decline, obviously, right around the end of January. Mm, um, okay. And so people will buy throughout the year. Um, it, it, and we haven't really had a chance to fully see that because um, we always sell out. Um, okay. But we've it it is a very isolated from a business product. Um, accounting books financial standpoint yeah what we have done is that we've recently diversified our product And we're slowly but surely doing that um, so that we're also able to offer women, um, our our audience and community different tools that Mm -hmm. aren't necessarily dated. And so I think that comes from um, from a business standpoint. It's I think it's always a good idea to diversify your model, to diversify your streams of income in the way that that um, you're able to. make your profits um you don't it it goes back to the old saying never putting all your eggs in one basket um but this one basket has been very successful and sustainable for us and so one of the things that tanisha and i really pride ourselves on is really being organic and true to who we are um and true to what works for us and i think in a world where um it's always it seems as if everything is fueled by who can go viral, who can get the most followers, mm-hmm. right? Like who can um, do the next biggest and best thing. We've really tried to remain true um, and organic and authentic to who we believe that we are. And we don't want to just create tools just for the sake of creating it. Um, but we really want them to be in line with who we are from a mission standpoint and um, really staying true to our brand.
0: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I was just curious. Like, it must be tricky to, like plan for the year when you know the last, you know, quarter of the year is going to be just hectic, constant shipping, oh, yes. packaging, all that. Selling. Yes. And while the rest yeah. of the
1: world is shutting down, we're like in peak season. Oh, so yeah. when everybody's like, Oh, we're ready to get in pajamas for Christmas. <laughs> we're like, how do we get this <laughs> enough time so that yeah. people can make sure they have their Christmas gifts. So yeah. we're just on the other end of what um, the, the season, um, but we've really I've watched us grow and even when it comes to that and the ways that we've been intentional about um, sort of taking time and making sure that we're preserving our creative energy um, mm. because uh, by March, we have to send our, um, we have to send the Lyric Living Planner 2023 off to print. So oh, okay. uh, we, <laughs> wow, <laughs> right. <laughs> A quick turnaround. Exactly. exactly. So yeah. we, we're always rolling, um, but absolutely we've had we've been given the grace to sort of sustain so mm-hmm. we are grateful for that
0: and this is what you're doing full time you're a full time entrepreneur
1: i'm not oh you're not i'm not okay. i what also have a full time yes i have a full time career i'm a director oh. in higher education so oh my um, goodness yes 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 yes. tanisha's a full time attorney um so we have not fully made the transition to okay. uh, her space full time just 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 yet
0: is that the goal or do you like and enjoy the balance of having, you know, not, you know, tight saying not having <laughs> all your eggs in one basket, not like not fully relying on your business to like support your family and all of that. Do you like having a a career outside of it? Um,
1: I think I think there there, there are pros and cons to it. Um and I also think I believe life is really about seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think um This has really served me well at this season in my life of really, um, continuing to pursue my full-time career and being able to have impact, um, on that front. Um, but while also being able to hold, um, her space very near and dear and continuing to build, I think a season will come in the future where, um, we will have to make that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it's quite there yet. And I, I think you see it across the board. Um, if you hear entrepreneurs who have sort of what they call make that, that leap, um, you'll know when the time is right um, to do that. And it'll, it'll just make sense. Um, we're getting closer to that. We're getting closer. I can feel it. Uh, I don't know how soon or how close, um, yeah. but we're getting closer. I think what's most important is sustainability and making sure that we've built a business that can sustain and stand the test of time. And we're proving that year over year, Um, And we want to just really continue to do that before, um, you know, we do throw it all in. And and it is the sole provision for our families and all of those things. Um, But we're headed in the right direction. We're excited about that. And we'll be excited about the day when we can actually do that.
0: Mm, That's amazing. Um, Yeah. And something you talked about earlier in the conversation was like setting kind of intentions for friendship. And you mentioned friendship a little bit throughout. So I want to hear about um, how did you meet Tanisha? and like build that friendship, and then I would love to hear how um, how that transformed into starting a business together.
1: Awesome, great question. Um, so Tanisha and I are. Um... We met in college. We met okay. in college. What's funny is that Tanisha and I lived in the same dorm. We're like on the same floor. We didn't know it. Um, what okay. actually introduced us to each other is that we both became a member of the same sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And this was on the campus of Tennessee State University. Okay. Um, and we were sort of introduced through that and, and obviously through that sisterhood and that the bonding that comes with being a part of a sorority. Um, our friendship really you know, took hold and blossomed into something that has really been the most consistent um, force in all of our adult years. Um, And our friendship has been such a gift to each other. I think about the seasons that we've journeyed. um, I mean, literally journeying with each other through um, the peaks and valleys. So that's everything from, you know, law school graduation to master's degrees to pregnancy to loss to financial hardship to um, heartbreaks and breakups to marriage I mean literally you name it we've we've been through it and we've experienced it and we've journeyed with each other in that and I think what we always call ourselves the divine intersection and I believe that so many other women can relate to um When they look at the women in their lives, they almost feel as if it was, um, aligned by God, sort of this divine alignment of someone who just gets you and understands you. Um, a lot of times I think as girls, we're at a very young age, we're fed fairy tales around romantic relationships, right? Like boy meets girl Mm -hmm. and love at first sight, and then they live happily ever after, um, but what we don't see often, I think, as girls are the power of woman to woman relationships, mm-hmm. the power of girl friendships, mm-hmm. modern woman friendships, and how anchoring they can be and how much of a um, sanctuary they can be as we evolve and grow and um, become all that we we grow to be as women. And so um, friendship is really the hallmark it sits at the core of what we do and why we do it. We want women to be able to experience the type of friendship that we've been able to experience with one another. And we um, try to create that type of community in that same spirit for the women that are connected to her space Um, Mm. that, uh, you know, allow this community to be your sanctuary, allow this community Mm. to be the place where you come to ask yourself and to ask each other the hard questions um, that, uh, and to be able to sit with the answers and laugh and, and mm. cry and mm-hmm. scream and um, enjoy um, and really celebrate life.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's beautiful to have such a deep connection like that. And it um, sounds like an incredible friendship. And I'm just curious, how, how has it changed your relationship and your friendship to run a business together?
1: Oh, that's oh, that's um, that's the million dollar question. We get that yeah. question all the time. I bet, um, yeah. and I, I don't, I don't. And people tell y'all, don't go into business with your friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I, I think what um has really been the key to us being able to do this and to do this well um is that we've somehow found a way for to make space for each other and who we are and that's in our strengths and in our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um and who we are just completely aligns with this business and the business needs. And so um I'm the creative and Tanisha's sort of the operations person and it just works. It just it just works. It doesn't take for us as much effort I think as it would um as it I think it would seem. I think because our skill set naturally align with okay what the business needs are. She's an attorney by trade. Um uh, I have a business background. Um and so another piece to this too is that I we're like spirits. Um Tanisha's actually she's been sick for um the past three three to four weeks or so. And so I've had to make all the business decisions for decisions for us oh, over the last wow. two weeks, three, four weeks. Um, and it's been interesting because uh although I miss I, I miss I mean we literally in general we we sort of make all business decisions together mm-hmm. um even down to what color pins are we gonna produce with the planner like we, yeah. we we both have a hand in the decisions of the business um and so it's been such a sad time for us right now where she um, really hasn't been able to be involved in the business mm-hmm. um, while she's still healing and recovering but also to know that, everything's okay at her space right mm-hmm. I haven't taken all the money and ran off with it right, right. like right are there, the th- there are the things that I think you know you one would worry about we just um as I'm making decisions I'm like what would Tanisha do what would yeah. Tanisha think what would um and I know her so well as a friend and as a person um, and our values are aligned so well that um it's really not that hard, right? Um it's not it's not that difficult to make decisions that I know would um would be okay with her because I understand her mm-hmm. and I understand who she is and um the value that she brings to her space. So, um mm-hmm. I think it's important. It's not about not going to business with your friends, but don't go into business with someone whose values don't align with yours and whose skill sets aren't complementary to yours, right? Because then there's a disaster. It's a disaster waiting to happen. One of the things I will say that's probably suffered the most is um, our friendship from a fun perspective Mm -hmm. that like... Um, because we had to get together, we live miles and miles away. Tanisha lives in Indiana and I live in North Carolina. Oh, okay. um, and so when we do get together, whether that's for photo shoots or... Mm-hmm. Um, just strategizing Um, when we get together in person, we're always trying to squeeze majority of the time it's her space work. And then we try to squeeze a little bit of fun in there too. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably one thing we've probably missed, especially in the, with the last couple of years, um, due to the pandemic that we just really haven't had to have a whole, had a chance to have a whole lot of friend time where we didn't have to talk business and do, you know, her space stuff. Um, but where we could just kind of just enjoy, you know, being friends and laughing and grabbing a glass of wine and doing that piece. So I think we're going to commit to redoing that in 2022. Um, just separating sort of business from yeah you know just our friendship and some of the funner things that uh, we like to do. I think we're gonna go try to go to a couple concerts next year nice, and yeah. you know just the normal girly stuff that 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 all women like to do.
0: Oh, absolutely! And it has to be like hard to do that because it's not like you're you know it's not like any other work. It's it's something you're so passionate about. So of exactly. course it's getting brought up. We can't even help it. Like we yeah, yeah we can't help it, <laughs> which is a beautiful thing in itself for sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, this has been a dream and it's been so incredible to chat with you and get to hear your story and the, you know, just the light that you bring into the world. I think, you know, we need more people like you bringing such positivity and doing and creating something that is, um, helping so many women create that beauty in their own life too. I think that's so beautiful.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate you having me and giving us an opportunity to share um, this with the world. Yeah. Well, to
0: wrap it up here um, with our end of podcast questions, I would love to hear what is the best or most recent book that you have read?
1: Best or most recent book that I have read? big magic I come back to it over and over again I'm the creative director of her space and so I'm always in need of creative energy inspiration when I when my well runs dry um from a creative standpoint I always go back to it um and um so that that's my latest uh big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert it's the it's the place I go back to when I need to be inspired
0: Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is an organization that you like to support that you would want to share about today?
1: Organization that I, um, Love to support. Um, I have a um, a virtual friend. Um, we've actually never met in person, um, but she's out of Cleveland, Ohio, and she has a him and me dance that she does every year um, for young girls to um, sort of enjoy a night with their fathers. Okay. Statistically, there's it's been proven that um, girls that. Um, do not grow up either with father figures in their lives or have absent fathers um, it tends to lead to other issues um, around low self-esteem less in mm-hmm. self-confidence um, just a series a host of issues that come by way of that void and so her organization really um, in such a beautiful and fun way caters to um, mm-hmm. what I believe to be a need um, and not just focusing on the lack thereof but really uplifting and celebrating those girls um, in the community that um, are able to have father figures in their lives and bringing those fathers and daughters together to experience an evening of, of fun and enjoyment. And so that's a, that's a cause that um, I'm connected to and that mm-hmm. I also believe in um, so so deeply, the him and me um, dance. Oh, perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who
0: or what is illuminating or inspiring you in your life right now? Ooh,
1: what a great question. <laughs> um... My daughter, she's, um, my daughter, mm-hmm. she is seven, she'll be eight next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really is, I, I, we hosted, we co-hosted a, um, Christmas party for her and her friends, um, oh, just a couple of weeks ago. And, um, I, I think what's always so interesting, particularly about her as a young girl, um, and I had the opportunity to have my house full of, full of young girls that evening, um, during the Christmas party, um, just the magic that I think young girls are born with. And it was so special. It's so special that I have the gift of watching that and watching her yeah. evolve um, mm. every single day and watching her um, be so honest and authentic and genuine to who she is at, at such a young age. Um, it's always an inspiration to see and always a um, reminder for me um, about the ways that I show up and the ways that I'm mindful of. Um, of the ways that even society has a way of, um, telling girls what to do and who to be, even before they get an opportunity to, um, figure it out and discover it themselves. Um, and so I'm just so inspired by the ways Mm -hmm. that I watch her, um, sort of find she, the way she's even at seven years old, continues to find her voice and Mm -hmm. how we work through difficult things. You know, girls have tough, um, the girls, you know, have to work to build relationships with other girls at school and mm-hmm. having those tough conversations and watching her go back to school and have the conversation in healthy ways. It's just been so inspiring to see. Mm-hmm. I think the future um, of women and the future of, of young girls is, is truly bright um, and magical.
0: Oh, that is such a sweet and special answer. I love that. Um, And to close it out here, what is your one message that you would like to send to the world?
1: One message I would like to send, there is something in this world that won't be done unless you do it. And so I want you all to spend your life. I believe that's our greatest responsibility is to spend every single day finding out what that thing is and doing it over and over and over and over and over again.
0: All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening today. And a big thank you to Brittany for coming on the podcast and sharing all about your story and the work that you do and really bringing so much inspiration to our listeners for going into the new year. So, if you love this conversation and you love what Herspace Company is doing, go check them out. They're at Herspace Co. on Instagram. And they are herspaceco.com to purchase a planner, to check out all that they're doing and to just support them and show them love. And we would really love if you gave the Illuminate podcast to follow. We are at the Illuminate podcast on Instagram. So go over there, give us a follow. And if you're loving any of the recent podcast episodes, make sure you share about them over on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and tag us. Let us know what you're thinking and we'll be sure to repost that and send a big thank you because that is really one of the best ways for new listeners to find the show and to help us grow the show. So a big hug to you all and thank you so much for listening today and I hope you have a great rest of your week.